What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's The Last of Us HBO Breakdown Series. Of course, I am Tim Geddes and I am joined by the new face of video games, Blessing Adioye Jr. Good morning, Tim. And joining us as well as the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. How are you? I'm fantastic. Can't wait to talk to you guys about this episode. Honestly, one of the greatest episodes of TV I have ever laid my wow. eyes on. You never watched Nashville, time. did you? I never, I never shit. did. I <laughs> never, never did Riverdale. watch. Nope, nope. Neither of those on the list, everybody. Like but... about season two of The Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Back to the island? Oh, yeah. Me, right? Oh, my Lord. We got Deathstroke. We're having a great time out here. <laughs> we are having a great time out here. And where is here, everybody? YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Every single Monday at 9 a.m. We're going to be live right here, breaking down everything we liked, everything we didn't like about each and every episode of the last of us uh we have the first ep two episodes up now you can go check them out on youtube or you can get this as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you uh if you want to get the show ad free though you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and you won't have to listen to our ad for grammarly which we'll get to later uh our patreon producers jay kolbs nathan lamoth monica boomenlog dj kento on twitch trent barry james hastings colin huganell and casey andrew they know all all about that life that no ad life and we appreciate all of them so much so you can join them on patreon.com slash kind of funny um before we get into to too deep into everything where we go full spoilers full spoilers into this we're gonna start off a little spoiler free thoughts around the table just in case people for some reason don't all i want to know spoiler free is mm -hmm. did you cry tim did i cry yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. I cried a lot, Greg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I cried like probably too early. <laughs> I, I also cried very early, and I was not expecting it. And it just it just kept going. But we'll get into that stuff in the in the more spoilery spoilery stuff. But spoiler free, Greg Miller. What do you think of this episode? I thought it was fantastic. I, you know, I, it's one of those when you we we were very uh, purposeful with The Last of Us on HBO. If we wanted to, we could have watched them. We could have done the whole like get the screeners and yada yada yada. But we didn't want to take away from the weekly reactions, right? Because it's hard to why sit on things early and blah blah blah. Uh, and so you had that problem, and the I think the decks or the chips stacked against this one, right? Of being like, hey, episode three is the best episode. It's so you know, everybody says that long, and I feel like all right, well, you're already setting it up to not live up to those expectations. And I think. Again, us being fans of the game, we knew uh, to an extent what we were getting from Bill and Frank, um, and this blew everything out of the water. Like I was, I was, I was, I, I'm at a loss for words now to describe how good I thought that was, and what a ride that was, and how uh, beautiful an episode it was. Bless. Yeah, I had the, the same thing while uh, seeing people react to it from seeing the screeners and people review it, right? Episode three was the one that everyone would hype up. And last week, I was telling my friends, I was like, yo, episode three better blow me away. Because if not, like, people are building this thing up to to, to get overhyped. And it did not get overhyped. Like, that episode was incredible. For me, it lives up to everything that I want The Last of Us as a franchise to be. And especially with this HBO series, I think it, it, it tells such a great story about what connects people and you know love and all this stuff right and i think that's what last was does best uh as an ip and so yeah i think th this is a fantastic episode best episode so far and i'm sure this will go down by the end of the year as one of the best episodes of television this year yeah i mean i already said it but like, I, I think not even just this year i do think of all time this was such a special episode and i love the way that it functions as a continuation of the story that we've been setting up already as a continuation of the story that we've now known from the game for the last decade but also just this function standalone is just one piece of content in such a beautiful way that I thought they were so smart about how they had the setup in the beginning. And then even with like how the end all pays off and brings it together, this felt like a movie 
you know, and for it to be the runtime that it was. Like, I just love that we're in an era that people can get weird. And HBO has always played a little fast and loose with the the runtimes of its shows, especially in the HBO Max era. But I just love that you could tell from beginning to end, this was a creator's vision. And it just seems like this episode in particular being written by, by Craig and last week's being written by Neil. I just love the effortless back and forth between their styles and the the there is a cohesive vision between their visions and i love that we we get to see that for the next we have six more weeks of this and awesome. i am i can't wait for for all of that but yeah, i'm already but, dreading an ending though i know i'm already oh, doing yeah. that thing where i'm like oh man three that's, that's a third of the show gone shit yeah but even then like bless was talking about wanted to rewatch last night's episode last night yep. yeah <laughs> so i finished like, the episode i was about to go to bed and i was like i could go for one more watch and ended up not but like i got real close to watching it twice in one night yeah, this show so far, it seems like something that I'm going to end up wanting to rewatch in the future, just I, like I've wanted to replay the game so many times. Last night when I booted up HBO Max and I clicked on Last of Us, it actually resumed the episode from last week because I went back to watch part of the conversation, being how sometimes it buffers you back a bit. So it buffered me back just enough to watch the, in the very beginning the, you know, uh, the fungus doctor talk to the army guy. And I was like, I'm going to watch this. Entire, I got to watch this entire scene. And bump. Yeah. Now, yeah. Tim, would you believe me if I told you that Craig Mazin also wrote the backstory episode of Mythic Quest? Yes, I would. And I, I, I didn't realize that until afterward. And it made so much sense because I was thinking about that episode while watching this episode. It's, it's just Craig Mazin. He knows what he's doing. He's got and the stuff. Big head from uh, Silicon Valley was in that as well. So I wonder if that was the connection. Good luck charm. The, the oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Good luck charm. Yes, exactly. Um, but he also wrote Good Luck Chuck. <laughs> oh, he wrote Good Luck Chuck. No, I'm fucking oh, <laughs> he might have though, because Craig, he did actually write Scary Movie Three, yeah, Four, yeah. and Hangover, and all that. We stuff. don't bring those up. We don't. Uh, bring up. We just like like he came under, he came to Chernobyl in this, and just all this guy does is hit banger after banger, banger after he fucking banger. He also wrote superhero movie, Tim, the classic. He did. I never saw that, and I don't think I ever will. Um, but yeah, it's even it's review coward. The the uh, <laughs> flashback episode of Mythic Quest is so damn good. Uh, the backstory one, and I, for a lot of I'm right there with you. this one. Exactly. It's like let's just. We, we know what we're playing with. Let's go back and make it even more poignant and powerful. Yep. Uh, but all right, that's enough of the spoiler-free nonsense, everybody. Let's get into it. Let's absolutely spoil the shit out of this. The the di- most different um, version of the story we've seen so far from the, the, the translation from game to TV show. But, bless, kick us off with the spoiler thoughts. God, Nick Offerman, man. Like, yeah. I was not expecting this performance out of him for Bill because Bill in the game is very much just this asshole dude right and you read the, the notes about frank and like the way that frank goes in the game is so different from the way that they go in the tv show and i think taking the opportunity to go how do we tell this story in a way that is more meaningful and more fitting to, to tv we've talked about this for the last few weeks of making the smart decisions because it's not a video game how do you tell a, a, a more worthwhile story through tv and i think they found a really good one i think last was such a good universe to explore because it is just you know zombie apocalypse like we've seen these kind of worlds before but i think the ways in which neil and naughty dog and now through the hbo show they tell stories in that world feels a bit more tailored to this kind of story where it is hey let's just tell a story about two people and their connection and you know how they how how they fall in love and grow old in a zombie apocalypse which is and i know it's not zombies but you get where i'm going with this which is something i feel like we don't get that often right the fact that like they grew old together, right? We got to watch them fall in love together. I think that, for me, that that is a big part of what made this so special. Okay. 100%. Yeah, I, you know, I think, you know, it's funny you bring up uh, it being a zombie show, right? Like, we have two infected throughout the entire episode, neither of which are a threat, right? We have the one pinned down in the basement with Ellie and the one who just gets blown away while <laughs> Nick Offerman's eating steak, right? And that's really it. That's really the only 
glimpse we get into how fucked up the rest of the world is out there. And uh, I thought that was awesome. You know, I, I it's I, I would want to know. You started crying early. What set you off early? Oh, I'm just I'm very weak willed. I mean, like like you know, no weak will. Here's the thing. You're beautiful. When when it comes down to it, it's like I have always really deeply connected with media, and I feel like I movies and tv shows and video games are made to make people feel things you know and i want to feel things i, I want yeah, yeah. to meet the creator there with the with their intent and I, I i often like i think get overly emotional from movies and stuff because i'm like just so into what they're trying to make me feel and that's why for the longest time i was like i never want to get a dog because i don't want to lose a dog and watching dog movies always is like the, the deepest fear of mine and i sure. it, i hate it it makes me so damn sad and now i have two dogs and like we'll have to fucking deal with that and uh that type of sadness watching things like lion king losing parents all that stuff like it just i know it affects everybody a lot like that's yeah, why yeah. they do it but it really it really hits me and seeing this being next to g i was just like i can't do this yeah, like yeah, i can't yeah. like it just i knew where it was going to end right here i'm getting all choked up now thinking about it but it's like they did such a great job of building them up as characters, and I knew they were going to get ripped apart because I played the game, and I know, and also it's The Last of Us. I know where they're going with this, but yeah. like they, well, you know, it's one of those things where it's like usually there's no happy endings. You think in Last of Us, and really, I think this is the happiest ending you can have. Hundred percent, oh, yeah, hundred percent, and like that, it's it's so it's so beautiful. The amount of lines uh, and just like the, the script of this episode, like yeah, yeah. we can give so so much praise to the performances. They're so so deserved, but yeah, the script of this episode is just top to bottom absolutely phenomenal yeah. and i was saying this in the in the beginning a little bit but i just really appreciate how they used the opening scene um with joel and ellie to set the stage if, if this was the first episode you were watching they explained the whole like the source of the outbreak and just a couple lines of dialogue i really appreciate that because that was up. something i had seen in the last week of like oh how would this have happened then? Why would it do it? It's so awesome to see a show anticipate that kind of stuff and have an answer for you the next week. And it's just great that we get that stuff and then immediately we get this montage setting up Bill's character that is essentially five years of Walking Dead storyline just all <laughs> thrown into a five-minute beautiful montage. And then we get the love story that's essentially taking the beginning of Up and turning it into an hour-long perfect drama and then it's just it just keeps growing and keeps yeah. adding on top of it i for me i choked up the first time when uh i have it down as when bill's voice breaks saying what and i think it's when he's gonna it starts to get explained to him that he wants him to kill him or whatever like he, he's like what and he like he choked and then obviously the montage i cried throughout but then when it was uh and you were my purpose that's when i like i was sobbing like like yeah. ugly crying and it's like obviously I'm ugly crying the way I ugly cried when Porty died. And it's like obviously the same thing of like, you know, uh, Jen's off on a trip right now. So I'm watching Home Alone and it's just like so much tied up. And like as soon as the episode ended, I texted Jen. He was, she was asleep. I was just like, do not watch. I don't know how you would have a chance to watch it without our HBO, but do not watch this without me. Like you cannot watch this. You are not prepared for this. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? That's, like, I mean, that's real good advice. Cause yeah, it, it's real heavy for me. The, the moment actually that broke me and this is how weak I am. It, it was the piano yep, and it's, it, it, it's the idea that uh, in, in this world that focuses so much on love and in these concepts, like the idea that there's not music uh -huh. and like, I know that him, that Bill specifically does have music and you can use the the radio and stuff, but like, but you know what I mean. We, no one's we, creating and sharing exactly all of that, and, and to, also the great line of like, it's it's an how, is this a class? It's a 1948. How much is it worth? Nothing now. Yeah, <laughs> it's know? like that was great, but just when they sit down and start themselves, 
making music and then making it together. It, there was something so beautiful about that that like that really, really, really touched me. Yeah, for me, it was the piano scene leading into them kissing for the first time. Like, I think something just about the performance of it alone uh, was enough to get me because I think they did nail down the fact that hey, it's been years in in, uh, in the apocalypse. Bill has been alone forever, right? Frank is a dude who is like trying to find civilization, and they're both struggling. And like to see Frank's just uh, to see Frank's reaction to every, everything, right? Bill cooking, having this nice place, having this piano, and ha them having this moment the of Beaujolais. getting to be the what was that? The Beaujolais. The Beaujolais. <laughs> <laughs> them having this moment of getting to be human, right? Like pre-apocalyptic human for a day, and then like having that having that moment together for me, I was like, oh damn, like ah, oh, this is getting me right here. Yeah, and I think even the the little moments for us, like the expectations we have of these characters and obviously they went in very 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 similar but then different directions like having the the constant jumps in time yeah, uh, yeah, i'm just yeah. like seeing i've just seen the relationship grow but then also being able to go from like these beautiful tender moments to extremely scary stressful moments to like just back and forth like again effortlessly was so impressive to me and when we get the the bill fake out of the death i when he when, he, when they came in on his eyes i was like no way. i literally was like said out loud no to no one no way and then you come back in i'm like okay they're like oh he's in a wheelchair oh no frank's in the wheelchair like you know what i mean it's it was so great you know yeah, yeah. and it felt real it felt grounded like last of us has always really the only thing i that. didn't think felt grounded well there's like in terms of their story was the tower defense of like the people were attacking you know bill gets shot and i was also this isn't even what i'm getting at in front but i thought it was interesting that frank came out with a gun like i know you want to help or whatever but frank also seems so caught off guard i'm like this many years in, I feel like Bill would have been like, listen, if anyone ever, you know what I mean? He would have been like, this is what's going to happen. You go here, you do this thing. But whatever, that aside, it was more the, when even when he's starting to operate on him, he's like, don't worry, like the fence is electrified. This is that, then it's going to be, I was like, that seems a bit simple turnkey to get us out of this situation. I feel like those people would have been like, fucking, we're going back and we're getting more of our people if we have them. And I know there's a million things that could go a different way, but like, I feel like there would have been, and maybe there was a second attack and yada, yada, yada. It just felt, that was a little part. I was like, all right, okay. I feel like this should have gone a different thing. I, I, I see what you're saying. Having said that, how fucking sick was oh, it, it was seeing amazing. the flamethrowers oh, yeah, go off? It. I was like, this is like the dopest end goal to like the survivalist like tower defense shit like yeah. in action. I was like, this is awesome. At what point did you guys realize that we're not where we weren't getting the build up to Joel and Ellie actually meeting Bill in current time? When they I, for me, it was when oh when they weren't going to meet. Period. Like they were gonna, he was going to die or whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I like that. Yeah, basically. Yeah. For me, I knew it wasn't going to go the way we thought it went in the game when we got the initial Frank leaving. Fuck off. And he walked out. I was like, oh, shit, they're doing it. And then it was like, no, I want to decorate the town. This is my home. I live here. too. I was like, oh, this is really actually sweet and beautiful. And then getting them back, that's when I was like, okay, we're going a completely different direction. And then since we already, when we already had the attack on the compound, I was like, oh, shit. So it was a great fake out trailer edit before where it's not going the way I thought it was with the sound going. And then I was like, well, why would the sound go? And then they got old, and I was like, oh, no, we're not getting there. Yeah. Like, we're just not going to get there. I mean, the, with that, like, I love the story they told. I am just blown away, and I honestly can't believe that we didn't get the upside down scene. Yeah. Sure. And, like, I feel like we are going to get it later. Like, I feel like you can't not adapt that moment, but I, I it could be build. a Tommy trap or something like that. Or You're right. I guess it could we, be. As we move towards the fireflies. Them setting up the traps as much as they did and talking about them. I, I was even more surprised that we didn't. End up, I thought for sure it was going to happen at some point in this episode, even if it was the end part. Like when I remember like when we, we get like the, the death or at least the, they walk upstairs and like there's a transition. It's like, 
I, I paused. I'm like, damn, we have 17 minutes left. We're still going to get it in my mind. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. And then we didn't, which just really, I thought when Joel and Ellie came in and found it all, like something would have happened there. And I get that pacing wise, that could have been a little weird, but I'm just surprised we didn't get one of the most iconic moments. I think you'll still get that somewhere in here. I think it's a weird shakedown. Maybe I didn't think about it in the time, but now I would go the more that I felt like Bill's traps were more defensive and that's a more offensive almost hunting trap which i think would apply better to somebody who was going out and doing stuff even if you were just yeah. being affected which i get but like maybe not and they've, they've already remixed some things in the show as well right like in previous episodes we've already gotten them visiting the flooded hotel which yeah. the game came through later yeah, yeah, yeah. But i think that'll be a smart thing to because i don't think it would fit in this episode just in terms of i get it what yeah. the focus is we're definitely we're gonna have it later i just think that like it's a bill trap and like we don't mm -hmm. see other people use traps right like in the game until two but yeah. One of the things I do want to call out, we we're talking about Joel and Ellie stuff again, how dope it was. And even for us as for whatever, for me as a fan of when Ellie sees the arcade cabinet and oh, I was like, yeah. Oh, they're going to do that. And it was, and it's actually mortal Kombat too. I was yep. like, that's fucking dope. That's awesome. So good. Like, oh. And then it's the same lines from the game, but it's about actually Molina rather than the made up stuff they had to do, which gets me so excited for left behind oh, I know. and what they're going to fucking do there. They're going to nail it, man. And again, uh, Bella Ramsey continues to just absolutely crush of the course, role. Of course. The delivery of the hey, 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 so damn good. And again, that was a beautiful moment of performance in a very difficult to watch scene overall because sure. she's reading this like extremely well-written letter from Bill, right? That like, we have so much emotion tied to the save test thing like all of that just hit so hard and seeing pedro pascal's performance like just his face just just taking it all in was like oh man we're going on a journey these next I, couple eps this the end of the letter not the test part i do appreciate especially the performance of it make sure you and like he comes and snatches it and goes outside i also really loved the moment in the very 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 beginning right of him doing the thing stacking the rocks in a karen like, you know what I mean? Doing his, or Karen, Karen, I think it's called. Uh, I only know him from Uncharted. Kick him over, get the achievement. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, his little memorial to test, right? In his own mind. Anyway, so back to that. The I letter. didn't realize that. I'm stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was definitely him. I felt like saying goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Uh, that letter at the end, I thought it was a little ham-fisted in terms of like, in episode three, let's tell you the journey and why things were spoilers. Yeah. For the entire game, two games, why Joel's going to make the choice he makes at the end. Yep. And I feel they've already done made. They did it. I forget in in episode one, they did it earlier. They, there was something that was a little bit more like whatever about love, but this one I felt was really like literally him telling you do anything to protect the people you love. And, the, and it was like yeah. aimed at tests, which was heartbreaking, but it was also like, again, knowing on the journey we're going on, I was like, all right. I get why we do this, and I get if you've never seen it before, I think it probably doesn't read as like, no, no, we want to justify Joel's actions and make you understand in Joel's head why he's going to do everything he does. Yes, yeah, I used to hate the world, and I was happy when it, when everyone in it died, but I was wrong because there was one person in the world worth saving. I saved him and I protected him. That's why men like you and me are here. Uh, I protected him uh, and something, something, and God help any motherfuckers that stand in our way. Cool right? ending. That's a great ending. Yeah, like, but it was very much quote. like protect one person, save one person. You <laughs> yeah. have to save one. I'm like, like I get that's it. why you and me are here. We got to protect. I get it. I fucking loved it. Get on the nose, baby. It's fucking good. It's our boy Bill, man. He's been through some shit, Greg. He's been through some bad shit. I loved him. He always looked good, though. Yeah, they always had such nice shirts. I was like, man, maybe I should wear more collared, like, flannel shirts. These guys look great in them. Uh, the other man, 
Um, do, what what is his Murray name? Bartlett. Murray Bartlett. Murray Bartlett. Oh my Frank. damn god! You, you saw him. We saw White Lotus one, uh, right? Yeah, White yeah. Lotus season one. He's fantastic in uh, Chippendales. He's fantastic in this. He's fantastic in yeah. Give this guy every role, every yeah. single every award, every single everything. Him and, yeah, him and Offerman. I think were Their such for tan- was fantastic. Yeah, and it was interesting to see it develop because at first I I was like. This seems jarring. Is it moving too fast or whatever? Blah blah blah. blah. But then, like, I think it was after the their initial like meeting in 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 love story beginning, right? And him, I'm not a whore. I'm gonna be here for a few days. Yada yada. And then seeing them move on, I think, like, I thought that that was where it built for me. And I was like, damn. Yeah. By the end of it, I, yeah, obviously sobbing and stuff like that. Like, they were so good. Their performances were so good. And yeah, when Bill came out with the waddle, the waddle, the bottle, the wine bottle. As I moved, maybe we should call them waddles now. You know what I mean? Waddle, yeah. Yo, grab a waddle on your way back. You'll know what I mean. <laughs> that wine bottle. You know what I mean? I'm gonna hit you up 5:30 on a Friday. <laughs> Bring me that waddle. We can work We'll work <laughs> Anyways, though, when he came back with the bottle already uncapped, you know what I mean? Already open, like a new bottle of wine. We've seen Bill do it twice now, right? Where he shows the bottle and then pours the bottle and like does like he knows how to do it. And I thought it was so cool when you know. Uh, Frank drank his, and then Bill did the exact same thing. He's like, there was stuff in that too, wasn't it? Enough to kill a horse. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing we saw it coming, but it was so beautiful. It was just so yeah. damn good. Them going up into the room, like the whole thing of leaving the window open, and then we get that shot. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's this shot. It's yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah, title yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. Like, I loved it. those little things were so fun, and all the all the other like just gameplay nods and things like the the beginning of them walking and talking about shooting and missing. And he's like, it happens more often than you think. Like, yeah. I loved that them like legitimately scavenging and like it looking like the game. And my my favorite video game cinematography thing was when the raiders were coming and frank's going out with the gun he grabs the gun and the camera follows him out of the building and it was like this is a third person action game yeah this is dope yeah yeah. shout out to the outfit change toward the end of the episode you get the shirt where you get you get the shirt yeah Yeah, ollie with the long sleeve and the the short sleeve and then also joel and it was like when they went to the track i'm like here comes the blue and white track and they riff it off like yeah fuck yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah, that was the scene i I pulled up on youtube to show g and it's like damn like, they just fucking one-to-one nailed the little things, which, like, really just goes a long way to, like, make this feel faithful. Another another thing that got me, it didn't make me cry necessarily, but did get me, was when um, after uh, Ellie reads the note and stops the test and then Joel takes it and then goes outside, him, like, taking that moment to kind of process and yeah. like, kind of feel for both, like, it seems like he was grieving both tests and then also uh, Bill and Frank, right? And, like, having it all hit, hit him in that one moment before he has to go back and do his thing, like, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Love all the the continued backstory that we've gotten. Like I think the first two episodes did so great with the cold opens of like giving ah, us I was even... missing it this time. I was, I was waiting for it. Yeah, and I then wanted when a I cold open and the jump whole... right in. I was like, all right, cool. But then I mean the show itself is obviously. Well that yeah, yeah exactly. But like even like the like not the actual cold open of this, but right after the um the the intro there was the the bit of them walking and yeah. then we see all the the skeletons dude Nothing you were in the sky the skeleton. <laughs> oh, that's so, so, good. so damn great uh but the transition of seeing the the little kid with the clothes on and the camera going in and it going out it being 2003 like all of that, that was stuff. amazing and uh, uh joel explaining the whole thing like on it was friday september yeah. 26th on monday everything was gone like those things to me continue to just add so much more to the story i and i, well, I really appreciate it. while we're in the flashback shout out again to the the line that we already saw in the trailer but not today you new world order jack boot fucks like, it's so fucking good <laughs> and the whole the nazi line that they oh, have yeah. they are like, nazis no. not then <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that's... there was and there's one the key oh the one thing i want to call out too is that even though i'm a stupid moron i didn't see it coming when uh 
um, Frank was like, in the boutique, you know, we're going to have friends. I've been talking to this lady on the radio. I didn't expect it to be Tess. And so then to get the scene of them having a little dinner there with Tess and Joel, I thought was awesome. I thought that, you know, I don't know which way this actually works, but the de-aging they did to them or the up-aging they've done <laughs> for like whatever to Pedro and uh, uh, I forget the woman's name. Uh, Tess uh, and the Thank you very much. Uh, they looked great here and they looked young and it looked different. You know what I mean? And I liked the Frank test connection and then the, you know, so, uh, Bill so. Joel thing. And then when they left and he still got the gun, like that was just overall, I thought that was such a cool thing. and such a cool turn. Yeah. The translation to, uh, of Bill from game to, to show has been so good just because they, they also kept a lot of the same assholey attitude mm-hmm. and like a lot of the funny bits of Bill while also just injecting in so much of this like oh damn no I kind of feel for this guy right and you care about the, about the love story the line from Frank where he's like Arby's didn't have free lunch it was a restaurant yeah, that one great. actually got a really really good chuckle out of me as well and that was the thing about it where like to be in this situation Frank was so funny and so charming you know what oh, I mean? yeah. there's no way not to like him even when he comes out I love the I loved everything I mean in general just everything from Murray's performance is phenomenal right but even in the whole of just like are you armed no. <laughs> Why did you wait so long? So I thought about yeah. lying. I could come. Up. I haven't eaten in two days. It doesn't sound that long when you say it. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I was like, damn, you want to? Yeah, I'd want to invite this guy in, even though if he's with Raiders or whatever. Yeah, and I, I loved the, even the backstory there, talking about the the Baltimore QZ going down yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. It's just like oof, it just adds that the, extra the world. reality to the world. Where you're like, oh, there's like so much scary shit yeah. out there. And so I, here, oh sorry, I put this in a, in a tweet last night that like I think this this episode was the one for me that really drilled home the idea that you know I want I'll love for a, a last West anthology where it is sure. like just building on this world because. I love this episode with it mostly not even being Joel and Ellie. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm looking forward to Joel and Ellie's story through the rest of the season. Well, that's season two. I mean, that's a different conversation, right? We yeah. should save that here for the end of the episode because I would love to know. Like, we've they've announced since we were last live, season two is a go, right? So you assume that's all of part two. And so then. I don't think so. Huh? You don't think so? We've talked about this a million times. I, I, I think season two is half of part two. Okay. And Fair enough. Three is- Oh, okay, cool. And then season four is Lost of Us Factions. It'll be more of an. Well, see, that's where I was driving. I'm saying once they've run out of game. What do you do with The Last of Us? Because I'm sure HBO would want to keep going, and the anthology would be great. It should have been. I don't. I don't have a full one, but I'll give you this. It should have been what Fear the Walking Dead should have been. Fear <laughs> the Walking Dead this is the one exactly what I was talking about. I've pitched this a million times. Fear the Walking Dead should have been Fear the Walking Dead. I think it was L.A. Fear the Walking Dead L.A. Season two should have been Fear the Walking Dead Chicago. Fear the Walk, and it should have. Every season should have been. We are starting the outbreak again from a different point of view, and that would have been awesome. Anthology, it I would do have. agree, would be rent- if yeah. they were like. Last of Us, and, and, whatever. Every episode's a different thing inside the world. I'd be down for that too. And that's the interesting thing where you can go with it because Tim says it's factions, which I think would be a fascinating thing. The only, the only um, hang up I have with it is that I, I don't know what the factions narrative is going to look like because of the multiplayer. Like, of course, it's Naughty Dog. It's going to be a, a good story, I imagine, but I think it's going to be a different story, right? Like, I don't think we're going to have the Bill and Frank stories of the world or like the Sam and Henrys of the world because it is multiplayer. So they're, I feel like the story is going to be a bit more broad and lore focused of like hey man you got hunters over hey man. in <laughs> hey man, Michael I'm here. Michael uh hey man like, you, you got <laughs> i'm here to walk into the trailer <laughs> you got um hunters in new york doing a, dip, a specific thing they have a specific item we need we need you to go there and i'm sure they're gonna build in um uh build that up to be interesting because naughty dog are thanks michael sarah's joining us ladies and gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. god damn that was that was the most awkward i've ever seen in my life <laughs> um but i for me the way i envision it would be more Black Mirror style, but like for the yeah. la- for the last was or even awesome. even a better example. Um, Tim, me and you talk about Mythic Quest now because I watched Mythic Quest over the winter break and I fucking love it. And they have each season um, a standalone episode that is a flashback episode that is 
telling some telling a story that's within the world of the Mythic Quest. And it was, I think, announced recently that a whole season of that, yeah, yeah, that they're doing a whole season of that. And I think that could work so well for the Last of Us world if it is. Hey, every episode is a just is just about the relationship between a couple of people or a group of people and surviving and living in the last of us world right like i think you can i think you can get original content off that way and also not conflict with like the what people come to expect in terms of how the lore matches up with the lore of the uh, game and all that stuff right like i think just doing it through i think just telling original stories through an anthology series would get that job done yeah uh we're gonna keep talking about this but before we do that let me tell you a word from our sponsor Shout out to Grammarly for sponsoring this episode. From essays to emails, Grammarly's communication assistants can help you write with confidence. Grammarly is a must-have for every student. Best of all, it's free to download and works on all your favorite devices and apps. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using Grammarly for years, and Joey specifically is a huge fan. She says, and I quote, Grammarly is used with everything. Emails, tweets, even writing our weekly schedule. Sometimes my brain works faster than my fingers and it's nice to have a second set of eyes. The free versions of Grammarly offers comprehensive writing suggestions, a tone detector, and a synonym feature, all to help you proofread your work as you write. So you can be sure it's mistake-free and polished before submitting. Grammarly Premium comes with advanced features like clarity full sentence rewrites, which flag and rephrase hard to read sentences. Premium even comes with plagiarism detection from essays and projects to emails and presentations improve your grades this semester with grammarly you can sign up for an account today at grammarly.com slash kind of funny and get 20 percent off when you're ready to upgrade to grammarly premium that's g-r-a-m-m-a-r-l-y.com slash kind of funny grammarly.com slash kind of funny so we get to the end of this episode we get the little preview for next time on and it's like straight the fuck up out of it. I can't wait. Yeah, like, like, this is go. the thing. One of the things that it leaked, or they they, what, they showed a production shot, and it was the truck through the convenience store. I'm like, oh, I I want. I that's like the one thing one for one. I think will play really well and be really cool to see. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I, I really hope we get the. Oh, he's not even hurt. Yeah, yeah exactly. He didn't even hurt. I'll you wait know, for that line. One of the uh, the things I find most interesting about the show so far is its commitment to restraint for action. Sure. Where um, in the the first episode, even like I guess the one thing they they upped the ante of was like the, a fucking plane crashes instead of a car crash, and it was like, oh, this shit's crazy. But then after that, it's like the the amount of clickers we've seen so far, the like amount of even like like human enemies that we've seen so far is so much lower than the game that obviously the gameplay has to be more fun and in yeah, moment yeah. to moment engaging. But like the choices they made to limit the Robert stuff and all of that. But even with where we're at here. Last week when we saw the next time on episode, it was action-packed. It looked like there was going to be raiders left and right yeah, going yeah, to Billstown yeah, yeah. and people busting through fences and, like, all the shit. And it turns out, oh, that was just him gathering stuff alone, <laughs> like, breaking down fences to get uh, gas and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. like, it's really clever editing to make things seem, like, crazier than they are. I wonder if that's going to be the case next week. Because I, I know feel like that's got to be the big set piece. It's got to right? be yeah, a big yeah, yeah, action yeah. set piece because that's what that is in the game of the truck yeah. fucking, like, going around going crazy. But, like... I, I still wonder, is it going to be more subdued than we kind of even expected? Well, yeah, I doubt we're going to get, like, the camera swings around underneath a broken piece of glass and Pedro Pascal's getting pushed down and he grabs the other guy and shoves his neck down on it. Like, I doubt we get that level of shit, but I wouldn't put it back. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what they do with it from a story perspective because that's the Pittsburgh chapter in the game, and I feel like Pittsburgh didn't have that much story go on. I feel like that was a lot of just action and sneaking through and taking down enemies. What well, had the hotel. 
which did have the Otel, moved. which moved. So now, moved I, up. yeah, this is probably just going to really focus on yeah. the Raiders are still there. Exactly. <laughs> another, Behind interesting, enemy lines. another interesting aspect is that because Billstown is so different and because the hotel moved up, we have not been intri- uh, introduced to a bloater yet. And we know from the oh, trailers yeah. that yeah. bloaters like, are a thing. That's so. a good call. Where he stomps um, over yeah. the side. Yeah. yeah. Or grabs over the side. Yeah. Yeah, the gym. That's yeah, that was Pittsburgh, of, right? No, no the that gym was, was the end of Billstown. Oh, yeah. you're right. Yeah, and yeah, then the yeah, hotel, yeah. Uh, that's where you go like underwater, and then there's that whole like um, basement where you have to play as Joel alone, and you turn on the generator, and then the bloater comes out with all the, the stalkers, which yeah. are super creepy oh, man, in the I remake. And I hope they don't go that way with the, the, <laughs> the TV show, but they probably will, and I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I mean, how many, how many episodes we got left now? Six. Oh, we got six episodes. We got six still? episodes. Yeah. Although they, they are not going to be as long as mm-hmm. the first and third one. I feel like there's still, um, for where we're at, there's still quite a bit of story left to, to tell. Like, they're keeping good pace going through. Like, I mentioned last week that each of the episodes seem like they're tackling a chapter, right? They're kind of going one for one. That said, they're still left behind to do. And that said, like, there's still, if you are going chapter by chapter, there's one more chapter in the game than there are episodes of um, the show because the, the, the hospital is, uh, is the last chapter. So I wonder if they do start, like, combining certain things so that we're getting uh, a couple of events at the same time as opposed to Pittsburgh just being Pittsburgh. Because I think if you do Pittsburgh just Pittsburgh, it is just going to be Joel and Ellie hiding and like talk, maybe interfacing, having conflict with the the hunters. Um, but I wonder, yeah, maybe you throw a bloater in there. Maybe there are... Maybe you meet Sam and Henry at the end say, of the episode. I was going to say, you introduce Sam and Henry here. Because yeah, yeah, the, they get introduced like late into Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. But it'd be interesting to show them in the trailer. I thought you would have done that. Mm. Yeah, but, it's, so it could be a thing they, they attack on there. Yeah, we meet them and then we roll into the next episode with them. You know, talking about them uh, watching last night's episode and how heart wrenching it was. It's just wild to think that we got Sarah in the first episode, then we get this, and it's like, damn, we we had Tess six, in last episode. Uh, Tess in last episode, and we had you know when we were off. Barrett mentioned something uh, that uh, that Neil and Craig are saying on the podcast. I've been listening to them too on the way after uh, home from this show, and they all, it seems like you know they're very much driving home the the love, the love, the love, and so like you know it was the love of Sarah, the love of Tess, the love of Bill and Frank, and so yeah, what is the love? It can't be the love of bloaters. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. There we go. So I think maybe I have Sam and Henry get introduced. Le- within- Level head and Chad mentioned something that might, probably won't be this next episode, but I could see it being the episode after. Is like, what do they do for Ish? Like, yeah. um, Level head says Ish flashback cold open, which I think could be a really cool. interesting way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's wild how many big story beats we have left that are going to rip our hearts out. And like, I feel like what you're saying about each episode having that, it's like they have the potential to actually do that every single episode with yep. rare wins, with rare positive. Like, yeah, we got that guys moments, but. Uh man, hmm. I, I I could also see this episode just being the episode who really cement further Joel and Ellie's relationship. Like if you are just having a, hey yeah. let's let let them breathe right. Like up till now it it has been them with Tess. It has been um Bill and Frank. You know you you haven't had a full episode of just Joel and Ellie and them talking and going back and forth and all this stuff. And you this need could to start be that the, time. Yeah, I really appreciated that in this episode right at the very beginning again after he does a little test memorial and she's like. You know, I just wanted to say, he's like, I don't want to hear your sorry. I'm not going to fucking say I'm sorry. I'm going to say this isn't my fault. Like, don't blame me for Tess. And he, he yeah. does, Pedro does that nod. I was like, that's cool as hell. And then they start, like, talking a bit more, right, as they go through. But, yeah, I could see that, that. Yeah, they do need to. We do need to see them come together and not just be around other people. Yeah. You know, uh, a path that I'm interested if they continue going down is we've seen a much more, like, bloodthirsty is not the right word, but 
the seeds of a bloodthirsty Ellie, knowing from the games where she ends oh, up. Oh, like when she executes the infected in this episode? Exactly. And it's like, you know, we see her in episode one where she gets activated, like they, they said in the um, post-show thing. Uh, but then to see her in episode two, ask questions about the bloater or about the infected overall and like be really interested in all this. Have you ever killed one? Like all that. And to see her have that moment, she's like, I can fuck with this and I can have this moment that the look on her face, I didn't expect that. Like I didn't yeah. expect them to, to keep going down that path of like her being in this really fucked up world and what that's doing to her. And I wonder if next episode, it being more action heavy, it being the glass shard Joel thing, like if Joel and Ellie are going to bond through violence in a, in a way I mean, that she, she, sa- that she saves him or whatever, right? Yeah. This could be the, hey, motherfucker, and hit him with the brick or whatever. I mean, I think yeah. it, I, I think instead of the brick, it might be the gun, right? Because she stole it. Oh, right, right, right. I think, I think she busts it out and pops a cap in his head. And Joel's like, where the fuck did you get that? And it turns into, into an like, argument. Like, don't worry. You're with me now. <laughs> and she spins it, puts it in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> she does the revolver ocelot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever, you ever play Metal Gear? I had a friend who had a PlayStation. <laughs> Uh, any any final thoughts on episode three of The Last of Us? It's going to stay with me a long time. You know what I mean? It's going to be one I think about a long time. I am both excited and nervous to eventually watch it with Jen when she returns. Yeah. Fantastic episode. I think I'm going to watch it again at some point. Like, it was only few TV episodes, at least for, like, this kind of serialized show, get that out of me. Uh, usually it's Elena. But, yeah, I think this episode for me was so good that I want to experience it again, right? Like, I think it's going to hold up for me as... Um, one of the, again, like I said before, one of the best episodes uh, of TV this year, and possibly one that I come back to years later. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite lines we didn't bring up, I don't think, was uh, "I was never afraid before you showed oh, up." Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. God damn it! Like that—that that was another one for me. I'm like, yeah, this broke me. Like this fucking got me. Like the power of love is so powerful, and That's I love the that power they, of love. They they can use that in in so many different ways to tell so many different types of stories. And like they said this in the little post show breakdown, but this being just the most beautiful end like this is a happy ending for them yeah they they got to live their life together and all that it's like just it just is such a uh amazing like amazing thing to think about and realize that like no matter who you are no matter what's going on you there is love out there and it can turn even the worst situation ever good and even somebody that is the type of person that um uh bill is in this game in this in this show even he can turn things around, and even he can find the light and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's Beautiful. one thing I want to throw out that also made me tear up uh, toward the second half of the episode was, yeah, them growing old together and kind of, like, coming to expect now the tropes of TV, especially zombie or um, post-apocalyptic TV where people are dying every single episode. I In my head, I was like, there's no way both of them make it through this episode, right? And, like, for a, a same-sex relationship, I think you're, you're you're so used to the trope of somebody dying early on to motivate the other character, somebody getting fridged or whatever it is. The fact that both of them got to make it to essentially the end of their lives, right? And, like, do that on their own terms and, like, really take that situation and do that in a post-apocalypse, I think is really beautiful. Absolutely. Let us know in the comments below what you thought of this episode. And remember, we're going to be doing this each and every week live on YouTube.com slash kind of funny 9 a.m. every Monday. I can't wait. I absolutely love it. Next week looks like it's going to be a blast. I'm sure the rest are as well. Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye. Grab a waddle. <laughs>